Likut Elochas, Yoradea, Chelik Sheni, Hilchois Kile Behema, Halach Dalid, Paragraph Aleph. In the previous year, we did the introduction from Likut Imran that this halach is based on chapter two in the second half of Likut Imran. Today's learning is dedicated Le'ilu Nishmas, Tzivya Basrib Shmuel, and Rabbi Yisrael Yitzchak Ben Tuvia, and also Le'ilu Nishmas, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Nosni Yaakov, Yantafradl Basrib Yishuarie, Harini Kaporas Mishkovam, and Zahavaleya Bas Rabavrom, and Tzipka Rivka Bas Reb Hillel, and for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, Yisrael Shar Choyli Yisrael. Rav Zal says now, based on the introduction we had in the previous year, based on this, we'll have a whole new understanding on why it's forbidden to work with two different species of animals bound together. In that chapter, we could run, Rabbein Azal uses the terminology Ha'ulois Mishtanois and Achdus HaPoshet. Achdus HaPoshet is Hashem. Hashem is pure one, oneness. And the world, as we see it and perceive it, is Pa'ulois Mishtanois. Everything is different from everything else in the way it looks, in the way it tastes, in the way it smells. So every different type of animal is a concept of a pu'ula meshuna. It's something different from the other types. And we must believe that all of these diverse different types all originate from oneness, pure oneness, which is HaKadosh Baruch And although rationally a person cannot possibly understand that and explain that, how is it possible that from something that's pure one could come two or more or two million different types of things? Kim of as was mentioned earlier that this is something we cannot understand rationally. This opposes human intellect. And despite that, we are required to put aside our intellect, our rational thinking, and to realize the truth. That our human intellect cannot understand the wonders of creation. It's just that we're required to rely on faith for certain things. And to believe in the truth with complete faith. Which truth? That all the diverse, different things in this world all originate and come from the ultimate oneness. And Rabbi Nezal, towards the end of that chapter, shows the way a person is to this emuna is through the mitzvah of Shabbos. Hainu, by us making every effort to draw the joy of Shabbos into the six days of the week. Shabbos is oneness. We know on Friday night, 
those that have Nusr Sfarad, Sevi Maimar Azoyro Kodesh, Rosa de Shabbos, Ihi Shabbos, De Isachtas, in that Maimar of the Zohar Kodesh, it stresses that Shabbos is oneness. And we know that at the climax of Shabbos, at Shabbos at Mincha, we say, Ato Echod, Veshimcho Echod, that you, Hashem, are one and your name is one. So Shabbos is oneness. The six days of the week are Pa'ulois Mishtanois, are all kinds of diversification. Kanal Ba'atoyranal, as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter two in the second half of Likudimran. And based on this, we'll understand why it's forbidden to work a field or to do any kind of work with two different species of animals bound together, working together. Because the 39 different types of work are all weekday, there, the concept of the six days during which Hashem created everything. Kaviochel Hashem was working. Avol b'Shabbos b'Telim kol hamalachis. Whereas on Shabbos, all work comes to a stop. Ve'ikar achizas ho'atzvus shebesheshes me'achol b'halam etes malachis shemichinas b'seas apecha toichalechem bechinas be'itzavoin toichaleno. Rabbi Nezal explains over there in the Kutimran that depression. The unhappiness of the six days of the week is reflected generally in the 39 acts of work about which the curse was given when Adam and Chav ate from the that with struggle, with sweat and toil and difficulty, you'll earn your livelihood. And as the Pasuk says again, right after the ate from with depression, you will eat, meaning you'll earn your livelihood. So that's the 39 acts of work that we're involved in during the six days of the week. And we are required to sanctify and to elevate these 39 types of work that we do during the six days of the week, to elevate it through the holiness of Shabbos. To draw the holiness and joy of Shabbos into the six days of the week. Meaning that regarding these 39 types of work that we're involved in during the weekdays, we have to see to it to separate them from the original tumor of the snake, from depression. Now, here comes the powerful statement of Rav Nosenzar. Because a Jew who works on himself and purifies himself to the degree that we're supposed to, such a person, even when engaged in working during the six days of the week, they're involved in the 39 types of work. Their work is with holiness and purity. It has in it the holiness of Shabbos. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about much earlier in Likutimran, chapter 38, in the first part of Likutimran.
ואיכר קדושה סלם את אס מלוכס בכל ועל ידי שממשיך נעליהם הקדושה והשמחה של שבס. And the main way that we sanctify our work, the 39 acts of work that we're doing during the weekdays is by drawing upon them the holiness and the joy of שבס. שעידי זה נסגלה שכל הפעולות משתנות נמשוך מאחד הפושט יסבורך. And by doing this, we reveal the fact that all the diverse different types of work all originate from and come from oneness. שזוהי סבכינו יקורו מאוד. And Rabbi Nezal says over there in the Kutumran that this is something that's very, very precious to Hashem when many become one, just like in a case where the, the Gemara speaks about a Jewish court where they're deliberating an issue, And majority rules, what do we mean majority rules? That when you have a majority, when you have 10 rabbis or 15 rabbis that are united in their opinion, that's something that's very precious in the eyes of Hashem. Because once again, we cannot understand this, how it's possible from pure oneness should come all of this diversity. It's only through Emuna that we can relate to this. And how is one Zorcha to real Emuna? By drawing the holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week. There are several ways that we do that. One of the ways is every single day towards the end of Shachras, we say, Hayom Yom Rishon Bashabbos. Hayom Yom Sheni Bashabbos. And that reminds us that even during the six days of the week, we're counting towards Shabbos. We're thinking about Shabbos. We're planning Shabbos. When a person is shopping, let's say, during the weekdays, and a person sees something special, I'm putting this aside for Shabbos. Question in the chat, what does it mean, Kegavna, in Shabbos? The answer is, person needs to study it. It's, it's a deep, deep paragraph from the Zohar Kodesh. which speaks about the specialness, the secret of Shabbos. In the Art Scroll Siddur, they give you a basic translation of it a little bit. Some other Siddurim will give you a little bit more. What's one practical way we can draw the holiness and simch of Shabbos into the week? The answer is, number one, we just gave an example. When a person davens and they say the shir shalyoyim, and they say rishoyim bashabbos, sheni bashabbos, we're counting towards Shabbos, which means we're thinking about Shabbos. And that alone is giving us, giving us something special to hold on to. It's bringing a little bit of that joy of Shabbos into the weekdays by remembering Shabbos. In addition, when a person, again, we said before, is shopping, looking to buy things to, for the weekdays, and when they see something special, I'm putting this aside for Shabbos. I'm going to buy this for Shabbos. And that alone, a person's experiencing some of the excitement and joy of Shabbos, that I'm preparing for Shabbos, and whenever I have something special, I'm putting it aside for Shabbos. When Renaissance says, when we are Mekadosh ourselves, we can even make them Lamentas Malachos, Bikdusha, and it connects that to Markovos Paro Can you explain again what that means? No, no, no. He's saying, take a look at the chapter in Likud Imran, chapter 38 in Likud Imran, which is based on the Pasuk, Markovos Paro V'chelo Yorav Over there, in that chapter, Rabbi Nassau discusses this. 
I don't remember offhand this moment, but it's in that chapter, which is titled, Marka Vaisparavachero, that's where Rabbi Nassau discusses this. Yes. Uh, so we're talking about Shabbos. The Rav always says, Shabbos, Rosh Kodesh, and Yom Tov. So can the Rav just explain a little bit how it affects today? Because today is Rosh Kodesh. The answer is that all three of those are called Ace Ratzin. Shabbos, we say, and we say it in several places, in Kiddush Friday night, in the Shmon Esrei, stressing that Shabbos is an Eis Ratzin. Rosh Chodesh, we say, we're going to say in the morning, in the Shmon Esrei, stressing that Rosh Chodesh is also an Eis Ratzin. And so too all of the Amentoivim, However, all of them draw from Shabbos. Shabbos is called Tchilol HaMikroi Kodesh. It's number one. And all the holidays, including Rosh Chodesh, are drawing some of this power, this Eis Rotzayim, from Shabbos. And this is what the forbiddenness of Kilayim is all about. It's forbidden to join together two different types of animals, When we mix things that are different in an improper way, we make it much more difficult to reveal that they all originate and receive from oneness. Because even now, in this world, this is something that's very special, this concept of pa'ulois mishtanois coming from achtus ha'poshut. Because this is the opposite of human intellect. That different things can all originate from and receive from total oneness. However, Hashem has created every different species of animal with incredible wisdom Hashem created them. In other words, with Hashem's incredible wisdom, He created these different animals. Hashem created each one of these species in a manner whereby this item has the ability to reveal the oneness of Hashem, despite the fact that each and every type is different from another type. Despite that, it's from the fact that there is such diversity in this world, that's what shows us Hashem's greatness, His power, His wonders. The fact that Hashem created all of these different creations, where each and every one of them is very different from the other, and all of them originate from and draw from the oneness of Hashem. Because all of the different things in this world were all created in order for us to achieve recognition of Hashem through those items. 
says, why was everything created? Begin the Ishtamoido and lay, so that people should be able to achieve recognition of Hashem, awareness of Hashem, closeness to Hashem. Because Hashem brought forth all of these diverse, different types of animals and things from Hashem's oneness. And Hashem injected into each and every one of these different species a power so that specifically, as a result of these different types of things, it's via them that a person can, if they want, be to learn Hashem's greatness. And the people will come to realize the incredible power of Hashem and His wonders. As it says in Tehillim, How great are all of your creations, Hashem. However, Rav Zal explains now, it's impossible for us to be able to realize and believe that all of this diversity is coming from oneness. So now Rav Zal says it's impossible for us to be able to realize and believe that all of this diversity is coming from Hashem, from oneness, unless we uphold the order of creation, the way Hashem created things. Hashem created each and every different species of animal and bird for them to be unique and different from what we have. Whereas when people mix kilayim, mishanim, sidre, barashis, they're changing the order of creation. Hashem created a cow and a horse differently, and He created them that each one should operate in its own manner, individually or with its colleagues, but not that they should be working together side by side. So the person is changing the order of creation. And as a result, we're strengthening the diversity more than it should have. By taking two different species of animal and combining them, thereby enabling the sitrachra and all the forces of Tumor to attach themselves to it. Whereby the connection of the Sidrachra and the Klipos, their connection comes from illegal type of mixtures and Kilayim, Shehubchinas Eitz Hadas which is what the Eitz Hadas was. It was a combination of good and evil. And again, when we mix together two different species illegally, what we do is we make it impossible to reveal the oneness of Hashem from this diversity. By us having combined together these two different types of animals and not doing anything else. 
כי אי אפשר לשום פעולה משונה שיחזר ויוכל באחדס הפושט כי אם דרך השביל והצינור שנמשך דרכו משלושו מאחד הפושט. רב נוסנזל says now it's impossible for any of the diverse things in this world to return and plug into the ultimate oneness of Hashem other than going by its specific path that it's supposed to take to get to this oneness. And, and by us following this guideline properly, we don't mix two different species. Through that, we have the ability to reveal the oneness of Hashem from our one species of animal. Whereas when we change or override the order by which Hashem created the world, by mixing together things that should not be mixed together, then the path by which these things need to connect above gets damaged, to the point where they cannot, all the diverse things in this world cannot make the pr- a proper connection to the oneness of Hashem. And when something in this world cannot make the direct connection to Hashem, it's forced to draw from the other side, from the klipos and the sitrachra. Shehim bechinas kfiros, which are associated with denial of Hashem. And when that happens, then the diversity becomes even stronger, greater. To the point where it doesn't allow us to reveal this oneness of Hashem in the midst of such diversity. Any questions? Question in the chat. Do we believe or do we know that everything comes from the simple unity of Hashem? Or is it somehow both? The answer is it's both. We believe it. It's based on faith. It's not based on rational thought. Based on what we're learning here, we'll understand why a horse and a cow or a mule are allowed to stand together. It's in the process of doing work when we're using these animals bound together to pull a machine, to pull a plow or something like that. That's the Isra of Kilayim. Because it's specifically when a person is working, that's a very important time for the person to be trying to draw the holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week. In order to be able to purify the 39 acts of work from the tumor of the snake, from depression, as was the curse to mankind all the way in the beginning. One of the ways that we define the holiness of Shabbos is it's the revelation of the oneness of Hashem via all the different diverse things in this world. And therefore, if a person mixes kilayim during the work process, 
By doing that, the person is being poigame in revealing the oneness of Hashem from all kinds of diversity. Shezer Bechines Kedusha Shabbos, that's what Shabbos is all about. Vialkein, or Isur, Bishas, Malocha, Daika. And this explains why the Isur of Kelayim is specifically during work. Because it's by doing work that we want to try to draw the holiness of Shabbos upon us. I believe it's Rav Nosenzal that brings this in a place that when a person is working for somebody else, a day worker must be paid at the end of the day. The Pasuk says, On the day that he completes his work, pay him on that day. Don't delay, don't procrastinate in any way. And that's part of the holiness of Shabbos. That on Shabbos we're not doing these transactions. And if we were to do the right thing the previous week through Sunday, hopefully there'll be fireworks. We were saying that when we mix Kilayim during work, we're being plaguing in this revealing the oneness from the diversity, which is the holiness of Shabbos. And that's why it's specifically during work that it's forbidden. Because that's a time during the six days of the week, which are called that's it's it's during that work process, which which is this diversity that we want to be able to show the the oneness, the achdus haposhet. Now, Rav Nosenzal once again goes into a discussion about the fact that the Torah, even though we're not allowed to mix any two different types of animals, the Torah specifically gives the example of shor v'chamor, which we mentioned in earlier halachis. They are used in the Zohar Kodesh to represent Esav and Yishmael, who are considered the leaders of the 70 nations that oppose us. Each one of them is a leader of 35 nations. Paragraph Beis, now we'll understand also why the Torah specifically mentions these two. Even though in reality, any two different types of animals are forbidden to be used together for work. Because these two represent Esav and Yishmoel, as is brought in Sifrei Kabola. These two are related to the Tuma of the original snake, Shehem Hahefech Miloshen HaKodesh. And therefore, they are the opposite of our language, which is called Loshen HaKodesh, the language of the Torah, Shemekusha LeShabbos which is connected to Shabbos. We know that the Torah writes about Shabbos, that your speech on Shabbos, what you talk about on Shabbos, should not be what you talk about during the week. During the weekdays, you can talk about work and things like that. On Shabbos, our speech is holier. It's on a higher level. The speech of Shabbos is referred to as Lashon Kodesh. And it's through Lashon Kodesh that we draw the holiness of Shabbos upon us. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there in the second chapter, in the second half of the Kutimran. And that also leads to revealing the oneness of Hashem. As Rabbi Nezal elaborates over there in the Kutimran, take a look over there. Ki because Esav and Yishmael represent all 70 nations, which are the 70 different languages, which are the opposite of Loshon HaKodesh. 
You remember towards the beginning of creation, right after creation, a group of people decided to build a tower and go climb up and do battle against Hashem. And Hashem mixed up all of their languages so that none of them should understand each other, so they wouldn't be able to join together to try to do any evil. Because as Rabbein Azal explains in chapter 16 in Likud Imran, all 70 nations are included in Esav and Yishmuel. As Rabbein Azal says there, Shekol ho'akum nechlolin b'shtei umayishem Esav Yishmuel. And the 70 nations are the 70 languages, which are the opposite of Loshna Kodesh. applies only to the Jewish people. As we say in the Shmonesri on Yantiv, that Hashem chose us. He selected us from among all the other nations, and he elevated us from all of their languages. He gave us Loshna Kodesh. So therefore, we conclude that Esav and Yishmoel, who are representative of all 70 nations, 70 languages, they're the opposite of Loshna Kodesh, which is connected to Shabbos. Because Esav and Yishmael, they represent the Tumah, the snake. They represent the Tumah of the 39 acts of work, the depression of the 39 acts of work. Which rule during the six days of the week. When we do not sanctify everything by drawing the holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week. One of the ways also that we draw the holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week is on Friday afternoon by lighting candles early, drawing Shabbos into Friday. And also when it comes to ending Shabbos, I don't end Shabbos at the line. I take part of Sunday and include it in Shabbos. It's impossible for us to draw the holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week. Without sanctifying our words, the words that come out of our mouth. Which is connected to Shabbos. We're to this holiness of Shabbos through the truth that shines into speech. Here again, Rav Nosanzal is referencing a discussion that Rav Nosanzal has there in the second chapter of the second part of Likud Iman. Any questions? Morning, Rav Nosan. You know, Lashon Kodesh, like with someone in his mouth, is not exactly holding where he should be. And every other word is uh, not a word that we use. It bothers me. I'm in pain that a yid can talk. I mean, what's my hashkafa? It's a problem that certain people weren't taught Torah. They weren't taught that this is one of the items in Torah. This is a requirement that a Jew is not allowed to speak profanity. 
that every word that and a Jew is not allowed to speak lies, that there, there are many boundaries in what we're allowed to say, what we're not allowed to say. And there, there are people that weren't taught that. They have no idea. They know you can't stab someone, you can't steal, though, you know, or some of them have heard of it, but uh, a loose tongue, unfortunately. If you feel that you cannot tell it to him in any nice way, you know, in a way that he would accept it, then the only thing you could do is daven for him. Daven for him that all of our people should know not to damage our power, our speech, our deeper. Thank you, Rav Is that why the snake, his, his tongue is split? Because he has a disgusting pay? And this is what he used it for? That, that's why the tongue splits out like that? I'm just asking. I don't know. It's possible. The snake, again, represents Lashon Hara. The Gemara says that they asked the snake, why do you bite anybody if you were cursed that anything and everything you eat will taste like dirt? So if you bite into somebody, you don't taste anything different, anything more pleasurable. And the snake answered, why don't you ask the person who's saying Lashon Hara, what benefit are they getting? What benefit is there in telling somebody else, in telling Ruvain something bad about Shimon? The Shabbos is such a time of Achdus, if that's what it's all going for, then why is it famous for a time of Machloka? Because the Satan knows how important it is. And the Satan starts, especially, this is written Mamish in Halacha, on Friday, when people are making the preparations of Shabbos, the Satan tries to use every trick in the book to cause Machlokas between husband and wife and children. That's especially, it starts on Friday especially, and again, unfortunately, it can spill into Shabbos, because these are times that are so, so special, and if we make an effort to be in this mode of oneness, we can receive the full benefits of Shabbos, and if we're not in that mode, chas v'shalom, it's very, very hard to get the, the benefits of Shabbos. Okay, now Rabbi Nassim is going to show more clearly how Esav and Yishmuel are the opposite. They are the tomb of the snake. They are the opposite of Yaakov Avinu. Ve'esav Yishmuel heim hepech ho'emes Yaakov. These two leaders of the Sitra are the opposite of the truth of Yaakov Avinu. Ki heim bechinas anshei domen yisneutam. Because they, both Esav and Yishmuel, were murderers, killers. And about them, the Pasuk says, Anshe Domen, people who kill others, Yisnu Tom, they hate a Tam. And Tam it also means Emes. The word Tam with the Kolel is Emes. Hamuskar Shambhatar. Now, this Pasuk, which Rabbein Azal refers to in chapter 2 in the second half of the Kutimran. Because both Esav and Yishmael are definitely killers, people who want blood. The Torah tells us when Esav was born, he was very red, full of blood. And it says clearly about him when Avram Avinu had passed away and Yaakov Avinu was cooking up a big pot of lentil soup, it says that Esav came in from the field Vuhu Oyef, and he was very tired. And the Medrash says, What was he tired of? And by Yishmoel also we find the killer instinct. It says, Vatera Sora as Ben Hogar Mitzachik. That Sora saw the son of Hogar, which was Yishmoel, playing. What kind of playing? Playing for blood to commit murder. 
גם כן, like, like Esav, ועל כן הם הפך האמס, and therefore we say that Amolek, therefore we say that Esav and Yishmoel are the opposite of Emes, כי עליהם נאמר, about them, the Pesach says in Tehillim, אשר פיהם דיבר שוב ימינה ממן שקר, their mouth speak falsely, and their right hand is again false, כי הם ההפך מבחינס תוידו הלוכם, because these nations are the opposite of what's mentioned in the beginning of the chapter in Likut Ram, of praise to Hashem. Bechinas she'ashu em olam haba, the pleasures of the future world, she'hu bechinas chesed lahavraham. These are concepts that Rabbein Hazal mentions over there in the beginning of the Torah. Ki heim bechinas ha'sigim v'hapsoilas, because the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that just like when you're trying to purify precious metals like gold, silver, there's the dust that falls away from it, so too Esav and Yishmael, they are referred to as the Sigim and Psoilis, this dirt that, that comes off when you're refining metals. Bechinas Tukfa de Dino Kadisha, they represent the ultimate severe Midas Hadin, Chas V'Shon. Bechinas moitz v'teven, the Zohar Kodesh says, just like the chaff that covers a kernel of wheat. Shemishom hakushyoiz hachoifin al ha'alochem. It's from there, from the nochosh, from these klipois, that all of these questions that cover up the ha'alochem and don't allow an ordinary person to clarify the ha'alochem. Kimuvan batikunim, as is brought in the tikunim zohar, because these people aren't choosing the future world, which is full of praise to Hashem and goodness. They have chosen for themselves this world, because these klipois, Esau and Yishmoel, these forces of evil, they're not willing to wait over there for reward. They want They have chosen as their portion this world, which is full of depression and full of struggles. As it says in Tehillim about Esau and Yishmoel, they didn't want blessing, and therefore the blessing distanced itself from them. Nimzo, we conclude, therefore, that Esav and Yishmoel are the opposite of every type of goodness that's discussed in chapter 2 in the second half of the Imran. Rabbein Azal over there in the Kutaran gives an introduction showing the different things that a person needs to enable that person to draw the holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week. To reveal the oneness of Hashem from within the diversity. And now we understand why the Torah defined this, this sin of combining two species of animals with ox and donkey. This is an example of a union, a joining together of two forces of evil, two types of evil. As is brought in these holy books. To teach us 
שעל ידי כלי בהמה שמקשרן שני בני בלבטן, בשעס אסיאס איסא מלוך ולטלס מלוכס. על ידי זה קודמים בבחינס נסגרס אכטוס הפושט. This is teaching us that when we mix together two different species, while we're doing work, through this we're poigim in this revelation of the oneness of Hashem from within diversity, because by us committing the sin of Kilayim, we are activating a union between Esav and Yishmoel, which the Sifrei Kabbalah say they are the accent and donkey of Klippa. And they are the opposite of all the good things that are defined in that Torah. Through those good things is revealed the oneness of Hashem. They are the opposite, the antithesis of everything Rabbein Ezzel describes over there in Likud Imran. And that, that itself is the damage that's caused through this kind of union of two different species. Any questions, please? Today is Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh Shvat. There's a Rosh Hashanah in this month, in the middle of the month, Tu B'Shvat. We should be zeichet to appreciate these Ace Ratzons and to take advantage of it with Torah and especially with Tefillah. And Hashem should finally reveal His true Ratzon, His love for Bnei Yisrael, His love for the Torah, and give us the complete and final Geul HaShleim of Him. Amen. 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 Amen